Live from the Watch Dogs Radio Studio in Atlanta, Georgia, and the Watch Dogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas, you are listening to Watch Dogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center of Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. And now, here's the host of Watch Dogs Radio, Keith Shoemaker. Well, hello and welcome to Watch Dogs Radio. This is Keith Shoemaker. I am coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Well, I had intended to start out with our uh, what may soon be our new theme song. I don't know if you've had a chance to look on the uh, Facebook page yet, but the guys out there in Truman, Oklahoma, Truman Elementary in uh, Norman, Oklahoma, have done it again. Uh, you need to get on and see that uh, the wonderful video they put up. Uh, we've got a lot of schools, uh, including my school. We're going to use that for our pizza night. So uh, get a chance. We're going to talk a little bit more about that here in a few minutes. But uh, I would like to say hello to my good friend and co-host, Chris Dannenauer. Chris, how you doing, my friend? Keith, I'm doing good, man. It is nice and uh, kind of overcloud here today in northwest Arkansas. Beautiful day, a little humid, but it's nice, and so I, I'm just uh, great. It's not, you know, uh, hot and humid, so mm-hmm. uh, definitely a, a nice day. About the same, uh, about the same over here in Atlanta, and uh, it is uh, it, it is a beautiful day. And actually, our uh, our schools here in Cobb County are already on their fall break. We are we are way ahead of a lot of people. Um, so we've got uh, our schools are out this week, and uh, and they're getting uh, getting their fall break out of the way. The teachers are kind of uh, taking a break to uh, regroup, and uh, it, it's hard to imagine that we are already that far into this school year, the 2014-2015 school year. A lot of great stuff going on. Uh, Chris, uh, I had mentioned about uh, our friends out there at uh, at Truman Elementary, uh, Chad Vice, and the and the, some of the stuff that they've done. Uh, with this uh, this great video, they're doing better work than we are. I'm afraid to say. <laughs> but Chris, oh, they did a, they did an amazing video? yeah they did an amazing job on that. They're just you know fabulous and uh, you know last year they did a they had had one that you know was had a, a few thousand people look at. You yeah, know, Chad yeah. and his his the principal is bought in uh, and the counselor they get it they they know that. Uh, volunteers are, are uh, a rare and scarce uh, breed these days, and so mm-hmm. no, they get all the help they can. And uh, those dads over there, with, with Chad's uh, being the pioneer and the uh, top dog, ha- have uh, responded and, and doing a phenomenal job uh, there at Truman Elementary. Yep, yep. And uh, and Chris, let me, you know, I think we're we're probably going to have a few more listeners this week than we normally do. Um, we want to direct them to our Facebook page. I had uh, I was going to sit here and and, uh, and and play that music, but the audio that I that I got wasn't that great, so I'm going to try to get a better audio and we'll we'll play it next week. But um, we're going to have uh, I would imagine some extra listeners this year, so or this this week because of our extra special guest that I am so proud to have uh, on here in just a few minutes. But we want to tell people what Watchdogs Radio is and what Watchdogs is. Give them a little taste, and then we're going to get into this great guest that I'm I'm so looking forward to, to speaking to. So, Chris, give us the uh, give us the Watchdogs 101. What is Watchdogs? And let's find out why it is that the only reason that any school 
doesn't have a watchdogs program is because they just simply don't know enough about it. Sure, you know, Watchdogs is a is a father involvement program, and we're part of the National Center for Fathering. But uh, you know, Watchdogs, uh, you know, we 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 go to school and dads, uh, you know, Watchdogs, a dad, granddad, stepdad, any significant positive male role model child has, uh, you know, that that's a Watchdog, and so a school or a PTA uh, will, will take our training, either a live conference. Or a conference call. Uh, once they take our training, they, with their principal's blessing, uh, they will buy our startup kit. And then the kit is a plug-and-play, very streamlined. It shows the school uh, how to implement watchdogs and how to get, on average, uh, Keith, on average, uh, 85 men, father and father figures, who will take off one full day to come volunteer. And you know, as a dad, you know. Sometimes you think your one day is not significant, but when you take, uh, you know, 85 men or, or maybe more than that, that's mm-hmm. at least 600 volunteer hours that kids right. are getting a little, a little more uh, one-on-one in small groups uh, help uh, on, you know, helping meet their educational goals, whether it's spelling mm-hmm. or reading or math or science or literacy, getting some extra individual attention in small groups uh to help these kids prepare for these state tests that sure. uh, we know is coming at the end of the year. And, Chris, you know, the one thing that we always try to let administrators know, number one is this is your program. You run it as you see fit, the way you see fit. It's, you know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. This is, this is your program at your school, um, and we just give you the guidelines of how to make it be successful. And then, of course, you know, the, the, the beautiful thing we love to, you know, since we are a nonprofit organization, uh, you know, we keep the costs as low as we possibly can, and and that's just uh, you know something we've seen. You know, I had a chance to uh, do a launch event uh, this past week at uh, Cheatham Hill Elementary over here in Cobb County. I know you're going to one uh, tonight. I believe you said you're doing a pizza night. That's correct. Yes. Okay. And, and, and you know, Keith, and here, here's the the nature of that being that the, these schools are, you know, what we say in our backyard, on our way to work or maybe on our way home. You know, uh, you know, it's not you know going to be a few thousand dollars to come have me come speak. You know, right. uh, it's free. Basically, give me a bottle of water, maybe two, <laughs> uh, maybe a, a slice of pizza if there's any left over, sure. Uh, sure. which I'll wait until the very end. Uh, but you know, you know, it's a, and of course you know, I know you're available that, to all four thousand schools, right? Exactly right. <laughs> you know, if we had a little bitty Jerry Jones jet, we could. Uh, take and fuel up and charge the taxpayers. No, I'm joking. But, uh, but realistically, I mean, we we put the program together so that any top dog coordinator anywhere, you don't need to have a speaker come in. It's nice to have somebody come in. But, you know, any top dog coordinator, any principal, counselor, uh, you know, strong male role model teacher, doesn't even have to be a, a, a male to be a top dog coordinator. Some of our best top dog coordinators are female. So, uh, anyhow, well... We are rolling on through here, and I see our special guest has, uh, has been on hold here, so we want to make sure that we get to him uh, quickly now. So if uh, you would like to uh, call in and ask us questions about uh, the Watchdogs program, our call-in number is 215-383-3728. That's 215-383-3728 if you are listening to us live on Tuesday, September the 16th. Otherwise, you can give us a call at... Our national office at 888-540-DOGS. That's 888-540-3647. 
any other time other than right now. <laughs> so I will say, Chris, let me tell you, I um, had a chance. You know, we get a lot of opportunities in the Watchdogs program to get around. We go to a lot of conferences. We speak in a lot of places. I'm actually uh, getting ready to head out to Louisville, Kentucky this week to uh, speak to uh, Jefferson County Schools, which I'm really looking forward to that. Chris, they've got 23 schools that are going to be launching the program this year, and then another 15 schools that are coming to hear me speak on Friday that are getting their refresher to come back into Watchdogs program. So uh, I'm very proud to be able to be able to get out and do that. But one of the opportunities that I had this summer, in, and uh, and of course Eric, uh, hopefully he's going to join us here in a few minutes. Um, we got a chance to we get we, we get a chance to hear some great speakers, especially at national PTA conventions, state PTA conventions. And uh, this past year, I had a chance to hear one of the most dynamic young speakers I've heard in a long time. Uh, just a, a, a riveting speaker really got my attention and uh, very proud to have I, I reached out to this gentleman uh, very quickly and I said, you know, we're doing this Watch Dogs Radio thing. We would love to have you as a guest on and I know you're extremely busy because you've got so much going on. And the first thing he said is, absolutely, I would do it. And I, I just, I'm, I'm so thankful. So I would like to welcome the 2014 National Teacher of the Year, Sean McComb. Welcome to Watch Dogs Radio, Sean. We are so proud to have you with us. Well, thanks so much, guys. I'm really excited to join you today. Thanks for having me on the program. Well, and, and it is an honor. I know you're very busy, and I thank you so much for uh, taking the time to join us. Um, I guess we could... We could, there are so many things that we could talk about, and I know a lot of your interviews that you do are, are really short, two- and three-minute interviews, but we've actually eliminated half of our program today because we wanted to strictly focus on you. So, um, so Sean, if you want to tell us a little bit, you know, we had talked a little bit before the program. Uh, what is it that gave you the drive to become a teacher? I know you've got a, a very riveting story, and I'm just going to let you start and, and run with it however you like. So if you could just kind of tell us the, your, your background. Sure. So uh, I grew up just outside of Philadelphia in a suburb called King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. went to Upper Marion School District. And, um, you know, my story is not so different than a lot of um, children growing up across this country. Uh, when I was in second grade, my parents got divorced, and uh, I lived predominantly um, in my mother's custody. So I'm dad two nights a week, my mom five nights a week, and um, I was growing up in that situation, and uh, I was doing okay in school and progressing along. And, you know, I, I want to touch on kind of who my parents were first because, you know, as, as with anyone, our parents are incredibly influential. My mother was an early childhood educator. So she um, would go into inner-city Philadelphia. She would work with children who were a little developmentally behind, and weren't quite ready to enter kindergarten on time, and she would do some intense one-on-one -on -one work with them to try to get them up to speed in hopes that they would be able to enter school on time and be able to, uh, to progress from there. And so I remember one day on Take Your Child to Work Day, I went with my mother and saw her, you know, get out of the car in a neighborhood that did not seem like a good place to be, and she took these two big suitcases, and we were carrying them up to um, the door to this apartment building, and two guys started to approach us, and I thought we should, I thought we should turn tail and run. And they came up and uh, had huge smiles and said, hey, Miss Patty, can we carry your bags for you? And we're just excited to see her there because they knew that she was coming into the community to do some good for children. And, 
that has always stayed with me, you know, and then going with her into that family's home, seeing them welcome her with open arms, just be so thankful for her to be there. Uh, Family who really didn't have much and wouldn't be able to provided this service on their own without um, the support of the agency my mother worked for. So really important, I think, early childhood memory for me there. My father also worked in education. Uh, He worked at the university level uh, at a couple different schools around the Philadelphia area to do continuing education, so to help some people who are already in different career fields get additional credentials, degrees in order to move up. So both of my parents were educators uh, in different ways. But unfortunately, addiction runs in my family, and uh, specifically alcoholism. And during my middle school years and into my early high school years, my mother, um, my mother's addiction to alcohol really started to take over um, what was happening in our home. Um, the home became filled with stress and chaos. Uh, I found myself in despair. You know, my mother was always sick. Our home life was just kind of emotionally taxing, um, and it started to really weigh on me and who I was, you know, as a child not equipped to deal with that kind of stress and that kind of struggle. Um, you know, my father was still a part of my life as, um, as you know, those couple of nights a week that I could see him, and so I was able to still come up for air on those nights and have a little bit of normalcy, but um, it's a really difficult situation, you know, not something that um, that I was really prepared to deal with as a child, right. and um, and something that was a real challenge. So so yeah. from that point, you know, my, my grades started to drop, my outlook started to drop, my expectations for myself really started to drop, and I became a pretty mediocre student and was just okay to get passable grades in high school. And then mm. the turnaround for me really happened in the 10th grade started to turn things around when I met somebody who I consider a mentor and now a friend uh, named Brian Reagan. And okay. uh, Mr. Reagan, he I tell you what, I, Sorry. I tell you what, John, you, this is great and I really want to get there. Um, let's take a quick break and uh, we will be back in just a few minutes and we're going to hear about Sean's role models. Dad, have you ever wanted to know what my day is really like at school? Now you can find out. You can be a watchdog for a day at my school. DOG stands for Dad's a Great Student. Watchdogs are great. They greet me and my friends at the door in the morning and spend time with us in our classrooms. At lunch, at recess, and at the end of the day, they make sure we go safe. I know my education is important to you, and I would be so proud if you could come. Madison's dad has already volunteered, and he is coming back again soon. I love you, Dad. Go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. A father and son travel the road of life, quite literally. Here's Carrie Casey, author, CEO of the National Center for Fathering, and father of four on Today's Father. Yesterday, I told a story about driving on a busy freeway with my 17-year-old son. Chance's car had overheated late one evening, and I drove about a half an hour to get the car going, then he followed me home. He wasn't very comfortable driving on freeways yet, so he was a little nervous, especially when traffic suddenly got crazy after the baseball game ended. You can listen to all the details at fathers.com slash radio. The more I thought about it, this little adventure was like a parable for the power of a father's role. There was my son depending on me to lead him home. It's amazing to think about. 
Chance actually followed me when I got confused and went in circles on a roundabout for a few minutes as I tried to find the on-ramp in the dark. On the freeway, he slowed down when I slowed down. When I sped up, he did the same. At one point, I left my blinker on without realizing it, and Chance moved into the lane he thought I was going to take. He was counting on me to guide him through that challenging situation. And don't you know, Dad's on the road of life. We send our children all kinds of signals through our words and especially through our actions. And we have a responsibility to lead them the right way. Often, life's freeway is unpredictable and dangerous, with cars going every which way. Other drivers might cut them off or curse at them. It's easy for them to get scared, distracted, confused, or get in the wrong lane. They might panic and crash, or they could easily take a wrong turn, where it would take a lot of extra time and effort to get back on track. The experience was a powerful reminder for me that our children really do need us to be there for them. We are their primary instructor, and we need to follow through with wisdom and perseverance. Also, we can't forget the millions of kids out there who are vulnerable, possibly without direction. They don't have a dad to call when they get in a tough situation. There's no responsible man there to tell them, follow me and it will be okay. You're a winner. You can do this. Maybe you're in a position to be that father figure and offer some encouragement and guidance. This is Kerry Casey for Today's Father. Today's Father is brought to you by the dads at fathers.com. If you go to fathers.com right now, you can download our free ebook for dads, The Five Things Every Kid Must Get from Dad. We're certain it'll help you. Again, that's fathers.com or call 800-593-DADS. Thanks for listening, Dad, and keep up the good work. Hi, Dad. I hope you've had a great summer and took some time to connect with your kids. Soon, it'll be back to school time. Just because your children are back in school does not mean that you can't be engaged with your children. Over 4,000 schools nationwide have adopted the Dads of Great Students program, otherwise known as Watchdogs. Ask your school if Watchdogs program is available. If not, go to fathers.com watchdogs to learn more. Absolutely check us out at fathers.com slash watchdogs to learn more about the Watchdogs program and how you can bring it to your local school. Well, now we're back with uh, Sean McComb, National Teacher of the Year, and, uh, and that is through the, uh, the Council of Chief, school, uh, Chief State School Officers, uh, who is the sponsor for the program who puts it together, and we definitely want to give some, uh, some recognition to that fine organization that makes the effort to recognize someone um, just like Sean. And Sean, you, you started mentioning uh, your mentor, uh, Brian Reagan, but uh, one, of the one, one of the things I definitely want to get to and make sure we get to is, and we, we always do this with everybody on the, that comes on the show, we know you're a new dad and we want you to brag about your kids. So let's hear about uh, Silas. Yeah, so uh, Silas is uh, just over six months old and uh, he is just you know, the light of our lives and uh, so much fun to watch him grow and learn and uh be you know have some perseverance in in, in all his little uh trials and as he learns to become mobile and uh the food adventures and now that he learns to blow raspberries and makes feeding him the cereal a lot harder and I'm sure you guys remember all those days. Um, oh yeah right now, it too. right now he's cutting four teeth uh on the top 
uh, of his mouth. So it's been a it's been a tough couple of days, but um, but it you know it's, it's such a miracle, just the, the well, whole Sean, process. I can, and good. I can tell you, I'm sure, and I'm sure Chris feels the same way. Is just enjoy those moments you're having right now because believe me, they go by so fast. Yeah, and I'll, I'll give you a quick thirty seconds, Sean. Uh, last Tuesday and Thursday, I had I had a, a, a donuts for dads, but on my way out the door uh, to go there, my my tenth grade son uh, hit me up for sixty bucks. My ninth grade son <laughs> hit me up for about twenty five. Didn't say bye. Didn't say dad, thank you or love you. Now my fifth grade daughter, she came flying down the hall to give me a hug and kiss as I was walking out the door. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy those moments. Yes, got it, got it. Will do. Yeah. So, it's just you know, parenthood has been a short journey for us uh, so far, but it's been absolutely amazing. Um, you know, uh, my friends were were joking with me when Silas was two months old. He uh, he came with me to the White House, and uh, as soon as the president came in to the room with his family, he uh, he said, "I hear there's a baby," and he walked over and just. Silas right out of my wife's arms and started rocking him and said, wow. uh, anybody around here will tell you I'm the baby whisperer. And, uh, <laughs> and just uh, was rocking Silas like it was uh, Sasha Malia, you know, and, um, and just kind of held him there. And my, so my friends joke around and said, uh, you know, good luck, good luck getting back to that height, Silas. You got the rest of your life yeah. to live up to when you're two <laughs> months old. <laughs> sure. Wow. Wow. Well, that's uh, maybe uh, a little belated, but congratulations uh, to you and your wife on uh, mm-hmm. your uh, new journey into parenting. And, uh, well, when, uh, when Silas is in uh, kindergarten, we'll come back and talk to you about being a watchdog. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I can't wait. So, so let's talk about um, you, you, you met a gentleman, you, you, you felt kind of at, at a loss, and you, you were in the need of a mentor, and you were doing some work at the, television, the, the school television station. How did that go? Yeah, so really fortunate to go to a, a public school that really believed in extracurricular activities and um, and had a, this cable outlet station. And uh, one day after school, a friend of mine who was already involved there said, hey, we're going to film this, uh, this field hockey game after school. Why don't you just come out and see what it's all about? And, um, you know, I had an affinity for sports, but I wasn't much of an athlete. So I quickly took the idea of being able to do some play-by-play or color announcing uh, alongside the, the recording of these games for, you know, my friends who were playing on these teams. And the real draw to it was that, that there was this guy running the program, uh, a young man, you know, in his late 20s, uh, early 30s at the time, who just exuded joy and loved his work, loved being around teenagers and the energy and enthusiasm and, you know, silliness that, that is working with teenagers, which is what I love about it too. Um, and, you know, he, he gave us an outlet to pursue our passions, but he also made everybody who worked uh, for what we called the Viking Channel, we were the Vikings, uh, everyone who worked at the Viking Channel just felt valued. They felt like, here's a man who, who believes in me and believes that I can, you know, contribute to these projects and that I have a place here and that, you know, I feel uh, that someone really appreciates me and wants me here and values, you know, what I bring. And I think that, you know, the, the more I work with teenagers, you know, that's what we're all looking for. You know, maybe, maybe not even just teenagers. I think this is what people are looking for is to be an organization or be a part of something where they're valued and they have a real contribution to make. And they want to make the most of themselves to be a part of that. And that's the feeling that uh, Mr. Reagan gave to me and to a bunch of my friends who were a part of that organization. And, um, 
between him and a couple of my academic teachers who really stood apart and really challenged me to do my best work and really wouldn't accept mediocrity from me any longer, um, really saw that I had potential and weren't going to accept anything but me living up to it. You know, when I was getting ready to leave high school after a lot of real difficulties and trials, my mom ended up eventually losing her battle to with alcoholism uh, when I was a senior in high school and passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I left that school thinking I would not have made it through this journey probably without these additional adults in my life, um, these additional mentors who made a choice in my eyes. You know, sometimes, you know, I think it might be easy to say, well, they're my parents. They're supposed to love me or they have to love me or something along those lines. And I saw these right. teachers and these other adults say, I'm choosing, you know, to value you and believe in you and love you. And mm-hmm. I said to myself, I need to do this for other people. You know, I need to pay this forward. I need to part of, be a part of doing this for other kids, you know, for the rest of my life. And so, when I went away to college, it was it was education all the way. No choice about it. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. Mm. Well, uh, a couple of things that I that I want to get to. Uh, I want to hear about the AVID program. We are uh, about four minutes and thirty seconds left here, um, and then I want to wind up with asking you, as a parent of a freshman in high school, what would what would you suggest? So let's uh, tell us a little bit about the AVID program, real real briefly, because I know that's very important to you and, and was a big part of. Um, your presentation. Sure. So AVID is a college-focused program that targets students coming into high school in the academic middle. So it's not straight for your GT students who might already be on a college track. It's the idea of targeting these students in the middle with potential and giving them support so they can move into those college preparatory classes and then eventually onto a four-year school. It's a class that happens during the school day that focuses on academic support through tutoring focuses on skill building with the instruction of a teacher and then focuses on the college journey and really having a mentor who works by your side as you work toward your college goals. And it's just been a wonderful program. At at my school, the last three years, we have 97% of our students have been admitted to a four-year college, which is, uh, you know, a wonderful testament to their hard work thinking about where they were entering high school. So really successful, great program at the secondary level um, that I was just proud to be a part of. That's awesome. I, you know, looking back, I kind of I, I feel like listening to that. It's like that that was where I was, just right in the middle, nothing special. Just you know, if if, if I had had something like that, you know, maybe I would have, you know, gone on to a, a four year degree. But um, you know, that is awesome, and and the work that you're doing is amazing. And just to hear you speak and to hear your drive, and uh, you know, and I do want to compliment you, Sean. I mean, you you are a very captivating speaker, and it, and it's. You can hear it in your voice, the, the love that you have for these kids. is truly amazing. Oh, thanks so much. So, um, well, as a, uh, and then getting back to, uh, to my question that I mentioned, and uh, what would you say if, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a parent of a, uh, of a freshman in high school, and mm-hmm. we believe, at Watchdogs, we believe very much so in parent engagement, uh, especially as far as uh, male role models, um, what would you sure. come to me as a parent in your school to, to get me to be more involved to step into the school? Sure. So as far as involvement in the school as a whole, uh, I know that um, in, in high school sometimes parents feel like uh, a responsibility to step back and allow their kid to, to kind of spread their wings a little bit. But high school is such an important time, such an important, you know, uh, fork in the road for a lot of children. And I think it's so important for parents to remain involved. 
Right. At our school, the, the highest parent involvement is with athletics, and that's wonderful, and right. we have great athletics boosters. But I think it's also important to, to, be, to continue to be involved in your PTA, um, that, that that looks at the, the whole school program, um, and that's a really important uh, organization to remain involved with. But also, you know, remaining in touch with teachers or other booster organizations that um, sometimes splinter when, when students get to high school, but keep an eye on the big picture as well. And then just always encourage kids to, to just go full effort. Whatever the results may be, we, we always need to be working our hardest. Sean, thank you so much. We are out of time. We really appreciate you joining us with us. I'm going to check back with you here in a few minutes. But uh, for right now, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining us in another edition of Watchdogs Radio. Watchdogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center for Fathering. For more information on the Watchdogs program and how to bring this great program to your school, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Remember, the only schools that don't have a Watchdogs program are the ones that just don't know enough about us. And now for Eric and Chris and the staff at the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, this is Keith Shoemaker. Be sure to join us next week. Have a great week.